Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always doing Oh, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. It is Friday, November 15th. You know what that means. Today is a long, delicious news buffet of Florida man headlines. Wes, get us going. All right, guys. Uh, Madonna better watch out. Wait. Because, because Miami native Nate Hollander is coming for her and Live Nation's asses. Uh, see, you see, back in August, Nate got a hair or something up his ass and purchased three Madonna tickets valued at over one thousand dollars. Whoa! And he and his she friends, still, she still how commands can she that charge price? that price? She still commands that price. Over, yeah. She's, face value. This is Miami. This is Miami. Okay, so add a hundred dollars face value. Uh, yeah, he bought it on like Ticketmaster or some shit. What so. an idiot! Three fifty so, uh, a ticket. His, That's crazy. What's that? Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, it's not 1987. No. No. Madonna's an ex- not just a concert; it's an experience. Yeah. Exactly it's true. Exactly. Well, she, well, she it used to be like when she had all the naked women climbing and she was dancing and stuff when, on those HBO specials back then. Sure, but what is she doing now? Same thing, just okay. with an right. older body. Gotcha. Well, anyway, the tickets were valued over a thousand dollars, and he and his friends were more excited than three gay guys about to go to a Madonna concert in Miami Beach. It was a bucket list shit. Uh, but excitement quickly turned to disappointment when Nate got an email in October informing him that the start time of the concert had been changed from a reasonable 8.30 p.m. to a very, very late 10.30 p.m. Starting Uh-oh. at 10.30? Starting at 10.30. Oh, so it's interesting. When I saw this headline, I thought maybe she was late, but they, they preemptively sent an email. Yeah, they sent okay. an email in October. All right. Madonna so. stays up late. Okay. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you want, like, the later the better at a Madonna concert? No shit, uh, and I say that later. Also, well, what, the, that what later. the fuck is going on in your life that you know you're going to be two hours late in, in three weeks? Like, like what? Well, it's a Tuesday. But, I mean, when, what concert starts at 830? Uh, it, it, doesn't she probably have an opening act? I mean, she's not going to go on Most concerts start at 1030. So this Listen, guy's going to spend. Yeah, spin- but she's still not going on at 10 until 10. Yeah. This guy, if this guy is going to spend three fifty a ticket and then not stay out late and take the next right, day off, if you're right. going to a fucking Madonna t- concert, that's all you're doing the entire day for the month, really prepping right. for the prepping for Madonna, staying up for late for right. Madonna, partying Sleep, after Madonna, sleeping in the next day, all the coke, yeah. everything. So um, yeah, um, he uh, he was very disappointed. Um, so he is suing Madonna. Uh, nice. Claiming that the change of time is a breach of contract between himself and the and the artist, Ooh. and that no attempt to give a refund uh, was made. Uh, I'm not sure if this guy is the biggest little bitch in the world or if he thinks he's somehow going to get offered like backstage tickets and all this. Who knows? Mm. Let me tell you, I would absolutely go to a Madonna concert like a prayer Vogue. Give me a fucking break. Uh, but I would not pay over 300 bucks. And I certainly would not want to go to 830. Madonna for me is a midnight hour experience for me. Oh, in the midnight hour. That's right. I you, can got feel it. Your <laughs> you got it. Yeah. Um, so, in fact, Madonna concerts should never start before midnight ever. So fuck this guy. I hope they refund his money and ban him for life because that would just that'd be terrible for him. Yeah. I'd go to a Madonna concert. Hell yeah. It's an embarrassing story for that guy. 
It is. Does this what this? You know how expensive it is to fucking file a lawsuit? It's so expensive. No, this guy. Yeah, more, I, well, he, this guy's dropping a thousand dollars a month. Let it go, bro. How is a ticket you buy a contract between you and the performer? Like, is a ticket to it's a not. football game a contract between the fan and the entire both teams? I mean, that's crazy. Uh, if it was Baker Mayfield, he's having a good game tonight, but he would have been sued by the whole city of Cleveland by now. Right, performances. Yeah, season. for the first nine games. Yeah. All right. Have you guys ever been on an all-time bender? Or specifically one night where you are super intoxicated and high and just on an absolute unstoppable warpath and can't be tamed, right? Yes. Yeah. I know Will has. Yeah, Will's a big can't be tamed kind of uh, wild party animal, right? Am I right? Yeah, are we true. right? I've had a couple. Uh, a certain moody gets that you just you don't want to look him in the eye. At least, right. he doesn't, at least he's not punching us anymore. Well, yeah. Will has nothing on Tommy Redding of Hardy's County Wachula, Florida. And this is my story for most Florida guys. Okay, I think right. I have the most Florida okay. story, brother. Yeah, you see, officers started to pick up that Tommy was on one uh, when they saw him driving erratically in a Jeep. And a quick check showed that the Jeep was stolen. Okay. Stolen by Tommy. Tommy refused to stop for police <laughs> as they tried to pull him over, and then he ended up crashing on a curve on Altman Road. It's kind of hard to see curves sometimes when you're on one. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he crashed, Tommy allegedly fleed from the scene. As the crash uh, was right next to Hardy High School, authorities put the school on lockdown while they searched for him. Uh, Tommy wasn't in the high school, though, as a woman came running to the police saying, I think he's hiding in my barn. Uh, Tommy was in the barn, like every smart criminal from the Midwest in the 1960s. He was hiding in the barn. Uh, When the cops got to the barn, Tommy kicked open the door to reveal himself completely naked and bloody. Uh, (laughs) He also seemed to be under the influence of some unknown substance. I'm going to go ahead and fix that by adding an S. Unknown substances. Mm -hmm. Uh, substances. Tommy was able to slip out of the deputy's grasp as he was naked and bloody, and he ran down the driveway of the barn house. Uh, Tommy then grabbed a metal box cover of an automated grate opener or gate opener, I should say, uh, and use that gate opener metal thing to swing it around to create, uh, like a maniac, to create some space between him and all the the officers that are surrounding That's him. really... So, like in a circle. Well, yeah. it's resourceful. I know what those look like. He yeah. was able to rip that thing off. Yeah, so then he started pulling Jesus. the electrical wires out, trying to like, you know, like, I don't know what. This guy's but, a strategist. <laughs> at this point, a new deputy arrived in the driveway for backup, and he got out of the car and fired a taser at Tommy, who brushed it off like he was hit with a spitball, bulldozed through that deputy and stole his police cruiser. Ooh, he then started nice. driving in reverse all the way down the road until he was eventually barricaded, <laughs> driving in reverse by two additional patrol units. That's badass. Yeah, Tommy, uh, with one <laughs> last effort at this point of the story, you guys know that uh, barricade's not going to stop this fucking No. So, no. Not <laughs> even God. Like, like, grenade barricade? launcher or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so he, he didn't get stopped by the barricade. He decided to ram his cruiser into the one parked directly in front of him as fast as he could. The deputy was inside of that cruiser, uh, and both airbags deployed, and both people kind of, like, got knocked out. Um, like, so deputies then say they were finally able to get Tommy out of the sheriff officer's car that he stole, but he allegedly kept resisting arrest, of course, mm-hmm. uh, bloody and naked, leading them to deploy several more tasers uh, into Tommy. Those final tasers would be the end of Tommy as he died on the scene. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Very Florida story. Very Florida story. I think uh, I'm not scared. Did you see the twist at the end? He um, died. Yeah. No, I'm not did, scared. Did this guy come you from, don't, like... You think you can beat that? I think I might be able to beat that. He must have come from, like, a government, like, testing agency where they're P- just making PCP, superhumans. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, something crazy. Yeah. He escaped. The state of Florida. Wow. I don't know. Bath I mean, salts, yeah. R.I.P. Tommy, that was, like... I mean, that's a blaze of glory, right? Yeah. That's a blaze of glory. Like you, you got to say, R.I.P. He's probably he was he was youngish. He obviously was stealing cars. Not a great guy. It's sad that he died, but he went out probably right. like he he should have. Mm-hmm. You know, we, like co- we, co- we yeah. covered we covered meth gators before. He's like a human meth gator. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. yeah. Thomas. All right, all right. Now, before all right, I get that's in, one. 
Uh, oh, I think am I? Are, you are we going to do? Are we yeah, going to predict it? Let's, let's talk about predict it real quick. Oh, All right. Okay. When I say go to www.predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor twenty, you already know what the fuck is up. We are about to talk about gambling on the news, and if you go to the URL and create an account, Predictit will give you a free twenty dollars to gamble with it if you deposit at least twenty dollars yourself. Predictit mm-hmm. was on the front page of the Drudge Report today. They have something like over a hundred thousand active gamblers and growing. We love Predictit. And what do we love today, Pat? Well, the pick I like today a lot, guys, is which party will win the Minnesota popular vote in the 2020 presidential election. Here's why I like it. The Democratic uh, challenger is at 69 cents right now with the Republican at 32. To win the 2020 election. Right, right, right. So so it's not like a huge amount of cash that you could win, but you could still get in there and make some cash. What state was that? Again? Minnesota. So mm-hmm. Minnesota's gone Democrat every year since 1976, every election. Forever. So it's going to go Democrat, yeah. 100%. So what happens when you bet 69 cents a share and you ride the market out is you profit 30 cents a share. Exactly. So every share you buy... 30 cents Didn't share. Trump almost win Minnesota last time? Um, Not almost. Not nearly as close. Michigan. Not nearly as close Michigan, as Michigan. He won by he a won. It was I close, but was close. he won by a little bit. Minnesota was relatively close, but it, it's going to go dumb. You heard it here first. Well, that's that's our that's our bet. Go to www.predictit.org slash promo slash hardfactor20 and check out the couple hundred markets yourself and get going. All right. Yes, do it. And before I get into this next one, I just wanted to quickly say that our thoughts and prayers are with the families impacted uh, by the high school shooting in Santa Clarita, California on Thursday. So uh, got to get that stuff sorted out. It's a bad, bad situation. But let's I wanted to say that because this next one is sort of we're going to take a lighter approach on uh, on gun talk because we're talking about sanctuary cities. OK, but, but not what you think. The hmm. Lake County Commission in Central Florida made it official with a vote of four to nothing uh, to make Lake County a sanctuary city or a sanctuary county for gun owners rights. So not okay. for immigrants, uh, but, but this is a place now where you can own guns uh, and never be worried that anybody will ever take them from you. So I think that's the Constitution that you're talking about. Correct. That's the Second <laughs> Amendment that already pretty Just, much guarantees. But they're that. adding a layer to it. Yeah, it's a double Second it's, Amendment. It's like just in case. Yes. Yeah. In fact, it, the, the extra layer is is actually a countermeasure to Beto O'Rourke's proposed mandatory buyback. And mm. a reminder: Beto is out of the presidential race, but these right. guys, you know, they still what? just. Yeah. Well, they they were working on it. Well, and then they've done all that work. And then Beto dropped out. What, are they going to not finish it? Really, not, really, no. the whole reason they came up with this is so that the city itself could troll and meme troll Beto. Basically. So fucking dumb. Yeah. This is yeah. so goddamn dumb. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. You have a sanctuary sanctuary city for gun owners' rights? That's the, it's the I fucking thought Florida was a su- sanctuary state. Yeah, it's, no yeah you can do whatever you want down there. is, you're allowed to well, have I know, guns obviously. everywhere. What are they doing down there, Willie? Anyways, uh, yeah, like so like you said, it, it doesn't make much sense. Commissioner Josh Blake doesn't give a fuck about that. He was quoted saying that the resolution draws a line in the sand. Quote, no, it, doesn't. it doesn't mince words, and I hope it sends a message to what can best be described as the authoritarian control freaks who see it as their job to forcibly disarm their fellow citizens. So uh, when has go- someone ever come to you and taken your gun away, bud? It sounds like a county that's, uh, you know, Overly uh, like concerned about this gun control and doesn't know anything about computers uh, or the environment. <laughs> right. The real issues that could fuck them in the ass. What do you do? Like, the technology, the robots that are about to get them. Yeah, what do you do when the world fucking ends and, yeah. and no you one's can, ever come for your gun? You can't shoot well, artificial intelligence. Probably yeah. not a lot of resources. But you, AI, can try. Yeah, you can try. 
the AI robots are going to steer clear of Lake County. Trust me. Uh, so <laughs> it's true. good news. They don't for need any- to go there. Right. The good news for anybody who's fiercely afraid that uh, mandatory buyback is just going to storm to your door any day. So you can take yeah. your guns and ammo and live safe and happy in Lake County, Florida. Now, everyone's going to kill each other when the apocalypse is in Lake County. I guarantee it. They're all dead. <laughs> a lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of, um, like, uh, a lot of, it's like a powder keg, right? If you're going to have that many like gun owners and ammo in the paranoid gun owners, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. paranoid gun owners, <laughs> everyone's is a, dead is a definition of a powder keg. This yeah. could be creating a bad situation. Uh, and mm-hmm. you know, if you are in Lake County or anywhere else and enjoy a little shooting, nothing sets off that look like a full and rich mustache on your face. You just look better. Uh, not only will you look sweet, but you'll be helping to promote men's health because Barstool is proud to be working with Movember in november to raise funds and awareness for men's health november is the leading charity dedicated to changing the face of men's health around the world this november whatever mustache you grow will save a bro your support will change the face of men's health raising awareness and funds for prostate cancer testicular cancer mental health and suicide prevention prevention this year barstool's own donnie does is growing out his bow to save a bro as well as other people like myself and uh uh, several others at HQ join him and us on the Barstool Movember team and help us change the face of men's health for every 50 bucks that you fundraise on your team. You'll get an entry to win a trip for two to join us at the army versus Navy college football show in December for Barstool. So head to Movember.com slash Barstool to join our team, grow your mo and fundraise for your chance to win the grand prize. Nice. Love that shit. All right, guys, this next one's really pretty personal for me. And I'll get into why exactly. So a Florida man was approached by police last Tuesday in a suburb of St. Petersburg, Florida. And the sheriff's deputy... Probably a hard factor fan. Probably a hard factor Based on how many sticker requests came out of St. Pete. Got a lot of fans. What's up, St. Pete? Love St. Pete. Beautiful beaches. What's up, up, Tampa? My next story's from there. What's up, Tampa? Anyway, the sheriff's deputy... a lot of Tampa stories. We do. (laughs) Hey, by the way, there's a round of stickers going out like this week, I think. Yeah, we've been late. Sorry. It's been a lot. We've got a lot of work. Anyway, sheriff's deputy asked the man to leave this park that he was in because it was after dark and the park was closed after dark. Uh, And he was preparing to issue the man a trespassing warning when the officer asked the man his name. And the man said that his name was Ben Dover. No way. <laughs> no no way. <laughs> yeah. Then he gave the cop the finger. He said, what did you say to me? He said it was Ben Dover. <laughs> he thought he was being clever. He then gave the cop the finger and fled on foot. Uh, and after a very short foot chase, uh, he was apprehended. So yeah. the, the 22. He, ben Dover doesn't sound like he's fast. Right. No. no, he's not. Yeah, sounds like he might have a little uh, impediment, if you know what Amanda I mean. Amanda hug and kiss. Right. So the 22-year-old uh, who was subsequently charged with obstruction of justice for giving a fake name is actually named Andrew Lighton, not Ben ah. Dover. Yeah. And the reason this hits so close to home for me is because when I was a kid uh, and all the hard factor boys were youths, I, uh, thought, made a mistake. I, I thought I'd tell him a real cool story. You made a mistake. Because uh, there's a cousin, <laughs> there's a Cassidy family cousin that was a really famous acrobat in the uh, early part of the uh-huh. 20th century. <laughs> Uh, and uh, what, was it, what was his nickname? Well, his his name, his professional name was Ben Dover. Ben Dover Cassidy. And uh, I never heard the fucking end of it. No. <laughs> I almost just broke my brand new computer by but laughing fuck all you, over it. Fuck you guys, because <laughs> oh yeah, my no, co- don't not your uncle who my, came up came up with the name Ben Dover. It was it's, a, it's our fault. He was an it's acrobat. Our, it's our, yeah, it's, yeah, it's an acrobat. He was an acrobat. It's our fault for being uh, eleven and hilarious. It was a different time. <laughs> yeah. 
and fuck you guys because he's my grandfather's first cousin, yeah, and yeah, he yeah. fucking he survived the Hindenburg disaster. Yeah, he's very flexible by jumping out of the fucking Hindenburg and was later investigated as a suspect for potentially blowing Is that it up. True, oh. that's one hundred percent true. So fuck you guys. So he's a war criminal. No one can survive that. He's and like, he's no, got I a can, weird. I can lift my legs over my head. <laughs> don't don't come to the guys with All something right. you're proud of. That's for sure. All right, guys. Uh, sometimes when you're in Florida and your cousin who you share a house with and who is really pissing you off. Uh, you got to pick up whatever's next to you and hurl it at their face. Yeah. It's just a natural Florida reaction. Absolutely. Most, most times that thing, that thing is a beer bottle or ashtray or crumpled up court summons. But in the case of 27-year-old <laughs> uh, St. Petersburg resident S- S- Steph One Johnson. Yeah, Steph no, one? no, Stephanie. Stephanie Johnson. Men, men can be How's it spelled? S-T-E-P-H-O-N-E. Steph One. Steph One. Steph One. Stephanie. Right. Stephanie. Yeah. So he didn't have those things next to him. So what what could he do? Unfortunately for Roscoe, a one year old chihuahua that was chilling in his cage at the time of the argument. Oh, no. uh, Stephanie <laughs> decided to pick up Roscoe cage and all and hurl the tiny dog like creature at his cousin. Oh, God. Um, this makes me nervous because I have a Florida wife um, yeah. and a lot of cats at the house. Oh, I'm surprised yeah. you haven't had a cat thrown at you. Yeah, she likes the cats. That's the only reason. <laughs> so what this pe- what happened to um, this piece of shit? So and you can add this to the, the charge of battery to uh, Stephanie's long list of Florida street cred, uh, such as theft, fleeing and eluding police, and trespassing. The report doesn't mention if the fragile dog was okay after being hurled across the front lawn. I assume the front lawn. But uh, let's assume <laughs> that he is doing just fine, um, even better now with the knowledge that Stephanie is not allowed to return to the house and is awaiting trial. So What a piece of shit. Yeah, pick a dog Throws up, throw the it. Chihuahua That's up. in a crate. No, no, in no, I mean, the chihuahua can't like land gracefully. It's going to hit the metal grate. Yeah, like yeah. he could have thrown a forty ounce bottle. Didn't give the chihuahua a chance. Could have done anything. The dog probably died. That's why they left it on the uh, All right, let's oh, move on. Let's move on. God, uh, what's the best excuse you guys uh, would be able to give an officer who pulled you over for speeding if you're alone in the car? Uh, Shot your pants. Shot your pants. I'm on my way to tape my podcast for Barstool Sports. Okay, that's pretty good. Like, yeah. Well, late for my wedding. Don't drop Barstool Sports in front of a cop that's like getting trouble with that. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I know. Uh, what about my wife's having a baby? Yeah, right? there you go. Yeah, you got to get to the hospital. Yeah, um, something like that. Uh, anyways, well, 52 year old uh, John Earl Picard was driving over 90 miles per hour in a 55 mile per hour zone on U.S. Route 19 in Tarpon Springs, Florida, or Tarpon Spring, Florida, I should say, when he was pulled over by cops around 7:30 p.m. Sunday. Uh, when the officer pulled him over, Picard explained his reckless driving was out of necessity because he had just been cheating on his wife okay. and needed to get home quick, <laughs> presumably to not make it look like he'd been out too long or to beat her home right. if she was, like, working or something. He really took um, a big swing there, and he was looking for an ally. Right. He was looking for an ally. He was I hoping. Was just, I was just cheating on my wife. I got to get home. You know how it is, officer. got to yeah. get home. Well, that's honestly, definitely followed up by a you know how it is. Yeah, yeah. cops, though, that's a good – That's he was swinging at a high percentage there because yeah. cops <laughs> – oh, yeah. oh, oh, What are you saying? <laughs> We got a lot of cop <laughs> listeners. They're good people. Well, Very I'm just people. saying it's a profession Family where people. you meet a lot of lovely young ladies when you're sure. not with your spouse, and it, things I think in that profession sometimes happen. Digging, a, di- digging a deeper, digging a deeper. After dog. charging him with <laughs> reckless driving, the cops said they found a bag of crack in his shirt pocket. Mm-hmm. So it was a combo: the cheating and being high on crack. Right, it's a double. Um, Picard was also charged last March for allegedly uh, shoving and scratching his wife during a fight. The case was later dropped at his wife's request. I don't think she'll give him that courtesy anymore. Yeah, why, uh, I bet she takes him back. Why are you speeding? <laughs> well, man, when you smoke crack, everything really speeds My up. wife gets home at 3 p.m. Uh-huh, you know what I mean? <laughs> and my God, I clean my dick. Yeah, yeah sniff good. test. Oof. All right, let's All right. move it on. Oh, Here's a bit of a dark one, unfortunately. Uh, Michael, oh. I can't even say his last name. Michael P. And I'm just going to call him the perp. Pizlakis. Of, you can say that? What was it? Yeah. What was it? 
Salakis. No, the, it's, no. it's Salakis. Nah. It's the P nah. is silent. It's Salakis. No one, no one would get it right. We could try for a half hour. Michael okay. P. Jr. He's yeah. He's Michael P. Jr. He's yeah. 21 of the greater Tampa area, and he's been charged with the murder of an acquaintance he used to play cards with. So, okay. according to the police, uh, Michael P. was regularly playing cards with at least two people: the victim, uh, the guy who was murdered, and a witness. Uh, the victim allegedly took Michael P. Well, for... I'm glad he was playing cards with more than one person, unless it was war. Right. Otherwise, well, right, right, right. Well, yeah. no, what I'm... <laughs> Bad card game. <laughs> ah, we always show up for a game of war. Well, it's no. a murder trial, so not all of the individuals, like, ah, gotcha, you know what I mean? Yes. You only yeah. have limited information at this point. Right. Uh, so at least the, the victim and, and, the, and the witness. So uh, the victim allegedly took Michael P. for 1000 bucks on October 30th or earlier, I guess. And then Michael P. was pissed. So he asked the guy to play again the next night when the victim took him for another uh, okay. twenty five. Oh no! And that's like that's like twenty thousand oh, no. dollars in Florida dollars. Like that's a lot of money. Five hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah that's so a lot that's of money. Lot. Well, it's a lot of money yep. for anybody, and especially a twenty one year old. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, twenty five hundred. Jesus. Yeah, thirty thirty five. Thirty five total yeah. over yeah. two nights. Yeah. So this obviously didn't sit well with Michael P. Uh, so he started texting the witness that he was seriously considering killing the victim. Uh oh. Okay. So that's uh, his mm-hmm. first mistake. Uh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, the mother of the victim reported him missing on October 30th. So ah, the, the see, card game must have happened earlier. See, so. well, this is where Michael P. messed up. So he yeah. uh, he was seriously considering. So he was, yeah, he, yeah. he went through with it. <laughs> Shouldn't uh, he was he was also swinging really high there. Oh Open yeah. Open to the witness, and be like, you should. So I won't also, tell anybody. Also, no wonder why the guy's bad at poker. He gives his tells even to the witnesses. Yeah, he's an idiot. Like, the guy can't keep a fucking secret or yeah. a straight face. Not Seriously, only consider betting, betting these eights. Yeah, yeah. The guy not never only, bluffs. Yeah. Not only an idiot, but also a psycho. We'll get into it. The yeah. victim was discovered burnt beyond recognition mm. in his car by police on November 1st. The cops interviewed Michael P. at his home with his mother and noticed potential burn marks on his legs at the time. But after <laughs> the interview, I guess Michael P. got spooked and he took off because the next interaction with the police was when they tapped uh, his mom's phone at her request when he was calling her. Um, and during the call, he asked his mom to corroborate his story about how he got burns on his legs, Uh-oh. which was different Thanks. than what he told the cops. Uh, yeah. He then showed back up at his mom's house with the cops waiting in a stolen car. Oh, my God. Uh, only to be arrested for murder. In a stolen car. You could have you could have been in the in the Florida man competition here. Yeah. Yeah. Not. I could I could have entered that. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's never watched an episode of Dateline in his fucking. Well, I like life. how the cops like the the, the burn marks and the legs weren't enough. That could it's not yeah, enough. Yeah, let him well, go. Well, well, hold on, but a lot it, of people have burn marks. Well, so ten bonfires. Like, a, a lot of people singed legs. No, burn trash a lot down in there. In Florida, no one wears pants. <laughs> a lot of people that texted they're going to kill this guy have burn marks. And everyone has a motorcycle, <laughs> right? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. a muffler yeah. burn. Burned right. him on a muffler. Yeah, a little. And so it turns out. He at least shot the guy uh, before he burned oh. him alive or burned him dead, nice probably. And maybe even tried to chop him up with a saw. Uh, okay. So Jesus. you got to be real careful who you play Let's cards Let's get with. that guy uh, to jail forever. Yes. To jail forever. It's amazing yeah. how the mind just switches over from just card player to hacking up a body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean- Thirty five hundred ain't that much. Well, the yeah. mom. So the mom, when she when she decided to turn on him, what what changed her mind was first of all he took off, and then she found blood all over the carpet in the house. Oh, after, oh, like, you, oh yeah. well, you do not do that to moms. Moms preserve carpets. That's what well, that's part of their instinct as mothers. I mean, they I make carpets last for years longer than they should. I don't want to make assumptions, but Michael was going to come after his mother's bank account at any means possible. One hundred percent. That's true. All right, guys, this last story uh, I think is going to beat Mark's Florida Man story as yeah, the right. most Florida story of all time. Mm-hmm. 
Well, let's see. Okay, let's see. This one's from earlier this month, but it's a good one, so it's okay. So Michael Kiefer is a 29-year-old, clutch-popping epitome of all things that a Florida man embodies. Okay. Mm. Great start. He parties hard with sick drugs. He owns and isn't afraid to use exotic weapons, and he would rather die than listen to any kind of authority figure. Are you doing the same story I just did? very similar. That's why I'm stoked. (laughs) Yeah, All right, so I gotta hear the details. Is this now. the same story? Kiefer had a hell of a Friday earlier this month that involved a number of visits from police. So this was in Indian River County, Florida. So apparently, the first couple times cops showed up to his house, uh, he was really high or drunk, but they just let him off with a warning. But you know what they say about the third time? It's, it's a, a charm. charm. Yeah. Yes. Oh, the th- yeah. The third time cops rolled up, Kiefer uh, he had a knife on him, and he was uh, on a f- on the phone with someone threatening to cut them with the knife. Uh, him being where he was, the person. You got a more exotic the- weapon than that because that's well, not- hold on, Will. Okay. When he saw the cops, he ran away, but then he quickly me- reemerged wielding a hatchet. He dropped the knife, grabbed a hatchet, bigger knife, upgrade. upgrade, yeah, upgrade, upgrade uh, before he disappeared again into his home. So what are you going to do? You got to call a SWAT team. So SWAT team rolls up, uh, and they broke into Kiefer's house, and so Kiefer ran into the bedroom, took refuge, and that's when. SWAT breached his bedroom, and they found Kiefer holding a big-ass sword, mm. yelling, Shoot me! Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he this, upgraded again. He upgraded again. <laughs> he upgraded I, I, again. I think they misreported Hatchet. He upgraded again. The common term that I've been reading since doing Florida Man is, is machete. No. This is a sword, a full-on sword. Well, I, I think it went knife, machete, sword. No, there was a hatchet, bro. Hatchet and machetes are very different. 100%. They're different? They, they in fact, yeah, very different. Hatchet's like yeah. an axe. Hatchet is an axe. Oh, okay. Small little axe. Okay. Small axe. Anyway, the SWAT officers yelled, shoot me, and the SWAT officers, not being the type to deny a, a request, they politely shot Kiefer with four bean bags, mm. uh, non-lethal ammunition, which he chewed like fucking marshmallows. Yeah. That was uh, a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Probably made him angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right, Mark, because the bean bags really got Kiefer's blood pumping yeah. and set him off running around the house like a madman yeah. with the uh, yeah, so much like their suspect, the police had to escalate their weapons, shooting Kiefer with a taser two times, which you might guess did not phase him. Didn't tase him. Didn't, didn't tase him. him. Didn't phase him. Uh, Kiefer then charged at one of the officers with the sword, at which point the police were left with no choice but to fire a live round, killing the Florida legend. Mm. Jesus. And look, guys, but for those, of you, for those of you who think this is a sad story and a sad ending to the story, let me remind you that, that, that death while charging the police is considered to be the most honorable death that a, a, a Florida man can, can, can achieve. So. Hey, come on. A bridge too far. Um, I, I don't know. I think we should put a poll up. It's yeah, a very we, similar story. Yeah. Can, we, can yeah. we recap that real quick so I could just know the stats? What was? Yeah, so uh, Kiefer, 29, three visits from the cops on a Friday. Uh-huh. Starts with a knife. Then goes to Escalates a hatchet. The sword gets killed. That goes to a sword. It involved a SWAT team showing up, a double breach, breach of the front door, breach of the bedroom, okay. uh, a, a, a call for suicide by cop with a shoot me. Then he's assaulted with four bean bags, non lethal weapon ammunition. Okay, okay. Which yeah. he chews. All right, and mine, and mine was stolen Jeep, uh, fled, hidden barn, got completely naked, was bloody. Bloody Ooh, and naked, good. two, two good things. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, uh, ran through a taser, stole a cop car, drove it in reverse down the stole street, cop car drove through a barricade, uh, dr- uh, deployed airbags on, on the oh. cop car, got pulled out of the cop car, resisted arrest, so was tased to death. My guy, my guy had, a, had a weapon, uh, Origins of Japan, with a sword. 
Uh, this for, is tough. All right, let's just vote. We're going to put a poll up. And, we'll and that's going to we'll do it for Hard Factor. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's been an awesome week. We will catch you uh, next week. Uh, if you have a chance, maybe give us a, a review or a, uh, a rating on iTunes or wherever you listen. That's, it really helps us grow this motherfucker. Check out Around the Hill if you haven't. It's our new video series. Also, uh, we're kind of switching our Twitter over to Barstool News Network and our Instagram over to Barstool Not News kinda. Network. Not kind of. We switched it. So yeah. follow Barstool News Network if you haven't already. And uh, have a great fucking day. We can- 